song yes that's what put him on the map and he went gangbusters through the 70s really yep paul simon nope john deutschendorf oh yes that was on the tip of my tongue too that was it was either him or paul simon i was gonna tell you and who's john deutschendorf well everybody knows that but if some of the listeners don't why don't you go ahead and explain it nice (laughs) john denver no way yes that's john his real last name was deutschendorf no. And he wrote the song, John Deutschendorf. Oh. Peter, Paul, and Mary picked it up. Gangbuster hit. Gosh. And then he just changed the name to John Denver and woo. But that's what put him on the map. Perfect. Yep. Wow. You know, John Denver is another one who has, I mean, incredible staying power because obviously he was long gone um, before my kids were around. Mm. But I would play some of his songs and my kids are fans. Yeah. I, you know, it, it's just he's got that appeal. Yep. Wow, a well-written song. Yep. Yep. Very nice. No, uh, yeah. And Mary, Mary Travers just milked that song. She was so good on yeah. that lead. Very smooth. But yeah. Nice. Yep. Oh, there, so there you go. go. Dropping that, some knowledge that, on us that, first that, thing in the morning. That's what put John Denver on the map. All right. Yep. Now we know. They said, "Hey, great song, kid. Uh, lose the name." Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get butchered anyway. Yeah. So you might okay, as well. Okay. How about Denver? Denver. Denver. Yeah. Denver. Denver works. Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. Yeah, yeah, okay, it, it works. It all ties in. Yep, yep, sure. Uh, 807, we'll talk about a Rocky Mountain High in just a moment. Uh-oh. Um, Red Sox, eh, um. lost. To the Blue Jays, 6-1 to one yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, rubber match of the three-game set today, 135. And hopefully the Sox will, t- if we can keep taking two out of three, that's okay. Because um, two out of three ain't bad. Thank you, Meatloaf. Yes. Um, nice job. <laughs> Thank you. So you can uh, catch all the action uh, this afternoon starting at 1.35 on News Talk 99.7 WNTK. AM 1490, FM 98.9 WUVR. And, and to be sure, so it was at 1.35, yes. Do not tune in at 1.34. Mm. You'll, mm. you'll be a little early. Well, early is okay. Yeah, 1.36, you're going to miss the first minute. Make sure you really it's love one. That, I you? do. It kills me. Who is setting <laughs> wow. these times? One thirty-five. Wow. There you go. Wow. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, there was a uh, five-run second inning, uh, basically sealed the Red Sox fate yesterday. It was all over in the second. <laughs> it's like okay. Oh. Yep, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So hopefully we can uh, turn about is fair play today sure. and, and give it back to the Blue Jays. There we go. And as soon as the game's over, they fly down to Tampa. Uh, down there for a few games, so at Tropicana Field. Nice. So, uh, and tomorrow, we'll start our coverage tomorrow night at 710. 
There you Beautiful. go. There you go. So, um, yeah, a couple of things um, that I thought was um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Uh, I saw this. Um, Longwood, Florida. Do you know where that is? No. Okay, I don't either. Mm. Uh, apparently, Jerry Belmonte feasted on meatballs, Caesar salad, and bread with herb dip at his wedding, his cousin's uh, wedding. Okay. Then he felt strange, huh. tingly, and fidgety. Uh-oh. Sister-in-law became dizzy, found herself on her hands and knees. Buick. Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> no. Uh, uh-huh. Miranda Katie, who knew the bride through friends, ate the bread and olive oil, too. Uh-oh. She felt like her heart was going to stop. Oh, no. Like, what, 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 what's going oh, on? no. Apparently, they all tested positive for marijuana. No. Yep. About 50 people attending the wedding reception. None of the guests interviewed said they knew there was going to be marijuana in the food. Now, the wedding caterer has been charged with food tampering and delivering of the marijuana. And uh, uh, everyone is going, no, we didn't, no, no, what, what? And apparently they uh, went to uh, the police and people went and talked to one of the staff and said, hey, what's the matter with the food? And they said, well, there's cannabis in the food. And like, Who said that? The staff did? Yeah. They said, well, yeah. <laughs> they said, what are you talking about? And they said, well, they saw the caterer putting the food out and she put out this green substance from a bowl and put it in dishes filled with olive oil. And it didn't taste like marijuana. And so they said, okay, I guess it's Italian herbs. But after they put the bread in the olive oil dip, she felt stoned. Oh, my goodness. And so then somebody um, somebody said, did you put cannabis in the olive oil? And the caterer smiled and said, yeah. It, <laughs> so uh, they knew it wasn't even a mistake? Yeah, yeah. And she said, yeah. She'd given the bride a gift. Did the bride want the gift? I don't know. Did the guest, I mean, obviously the guest, you can't do that. No, 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 no. Apparently, uh, sitting in the hospital, um, <sighs> the uh, a neighbor of the newlyweds texted the bride and said, uh, you, you, you had eaten cannabis. And uh, she went, Ugh. oh, okay. We, and the caterer said, it, we had no idea. Let us know if you need help with anything. <laughs> the, the caterer said we had no idea, but yeah. she already but the, she admitted it. Apparently, as marijuana has become legal in many parts of the country, stories about incidents like this with unsuspecting people have become commonplace. In March, three toddlers in Virginia were hospitalized after apparently eating marijuana-laced goldfish crackers at their daycare. Oh, my yep. goodness. Uh, 14 elementary school students in New Mexico evaluated after eating THC gummies that one of the students brought in. I'm like, okay. Wow. So, uh, now following on the heels of that, the New Hampshire Senate committee yesterday voted, uh, has rejected uh, the cannabis legalization bill in New Hampshire. Okay. The Senate Ways and Means Committee voted unanimously, unanimously Mm -hmm. against the House bill. The House said, yep, let it go. Mm. The Senate went, <laughs> That's exactly what they said. That is a direct quote. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I talked to senators <laughs> yesterday, and one of them did say that. Yes. Uh, but they voted unanimously uh, 
on a bill that would make New Hampshire a cannabis control state, legalizing marijuana, but allowing it to be sold only at state-owned storefronts, much like the current system for liquor. Mm-hmm. So you can go to the liquor store, go to the <laughs> marijuana store. store. Yeah. 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 yeah, great. Uh, for years now, the Senate has been the end of the road for legalization attempts, and this seems to be no different. Uh, Bob Guida, Senator Guida from Warren, said, why would we want to join the herd introducing to our culture legalization of a substance that is unquestionably a gateway drug? Mm-hmm. The bill will still get a vote on the Senate floor in the weeks ahead, but given the bipartisan rejection it got yesterday, does not appear it's going to have anywhere near the votes to pass. Wow. So, yep, oh, that's yep, fascinating. Yep. So that, <sighs> that was my Maui Wowie story. Um, that is yeah, a wowie. Yeah. And you have now, because I love bread dipping oil and the little herbs oh, I do that too. are in it. You've ruined that for me now. I'm going to be suspicious wherever I... Don't need anything at a wedding. Yeah. I, I, I don't know I'm that it's limited to... I'm going to do it at a restaurant. Well, who would think they'd do it at a wedding? She gave the bride a gift. A gift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the gift that kept on giving. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you think you're getting a tip, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah probably yeah. Oh, not. Oh, my goodness. I know. That's kind of ugly. Wow. So, anyway. I, so. I would imagine there will be legal charges against the caterer. Oh, I'm assuming. Yeah. I, I, I'm, that's, I'm assuming yeah, there will be. Yeah, that was. But uh, yeah, I did. You can't do that to unsuspecting. No. No. Wow. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It, uh, no, that's that's not fun. No. No. Um, yeah, I've I've done that. Not. No, no, no. Hang on. Hang oh, wait. On, hang you on, realize on. we're on the air. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. I got that. No, All right. I did it with uh, uh, hot hot peppers. And um, guy said, "What is it? It's just a hot pepper. How hot? Oh, it's hot. I don't think so. I'm like, okay. And they just take a, oh. the flames come, and I am bursting out and laughing. <laughs> going, sure I you told you, yeah, told yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was one guy. I said, "Oh man, it's it's hot. Really? Yeah. I, no, it's yeah, right. I love the sound nothing, effects. Nothing." <laughs> It didn't affect him at all. And I'm sitting there looking going, Oh, my goodness. He should be having tears. Right. No. Nope. Maybe internally. And he, he ate huh. the whole thing around. And I was like, well, it's not bad. It's a little, yeah, little zippy. more? I'm like, <laughs> really? So, you That's know, awesome. some people yeah. uh, are immune to it. Absolutely. I, the I, very few people. I don't get it. When it gets to that level. Yeah. Uh, but uh, others... Oh yeah, five alarm fire. Give me the milk. Give me the beer. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something and he, to he just sat there and. Um, oh my goodness. Like okay. There so you go. anyway, eight fifteen is the time. Going to take a break. Back with more after this. Eight nineteen is the time. Okay, uh, I'll I'll play Mighty John the Record Guy. All okay. right, all right. Number one song. Yep. On this date, nineteen seventy three, and it was number one for four weeks in a row. And it was the biggest selling record of 1973. Sold over 6 million copies. And it's basically, it's based on a true story. Really? Yes, it's based on a true story. Yep. Uh, Any ideas? I think I do have an idea. Do you? Now I've got to know what is and isn't mine. If you receive my letter telling you I'd soon be free, then you'll know just what to do if you still want me. 
Based on a true story of a prisoner who wrote to his wife, asking her to tie a yellow ribbon around an old oak tree in the town square of White Oak, Georgia, oh. if she still loved him. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's yeah. a good story. I go. like it. I yeah. like it. Tony Orlando and Don. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Since we're talking about this day mm-hmm. and the significance, did you know that the Queen, Queen Elizabeth, is celebrating her 96th so, birthday today? I thought it was 97, but okay. This says 96, and I'm not going to do okay. them out. Okay. So in order to mark the occasion, mm-hmm. she's been immortalized in a doll of her very own Barbie. She's got a Barbie doll that is designed to look like her. At 97? At 96? <laughs> well, they've kind of mm, doctored it a bit. Um, it's a limited edition doll, too, so you're going to want to get right on this. Um, she's got an elegant ivory gown and a blue ribbon adorned with decorations of order. Now, I'm looking at a picture of this doll, and she looks, the doll looks just as stern as, as every does. image. Yes. Yeah. It is not something, obviously, it's not something you buy for a little girl to play with. You're going to see, buy it as Liz a collector. That, is, that has to be a very rare photo. <laughs> That, that has to be one from your personal collection, because yeah. I'm sure you know her, well, yeah, too, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. guys are buds. She's a seven- This doll, she's she's not smiling. The doll is just very stern. She's got bright red lipstick on and just looks very buttoned up, let's she's, say. She's uh, 70 years on the throne. Wow. 70 yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess she deserves so, a Barbie uh, doll. There's going to be a Barbie doll, huh? a bar- Yes, yes. Limited edition Barbie doll. It'll be highly collectible. It will be. Yes, yes. And she's got a little tiara as well. Um, Of course she does. It it just, it's it's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Well, happy happy birthday, uh, Elizabeth. Yes. Yeah. She's got to be mortified by um, the, the, the goings on with Andrew and, you know, all that stuff. I'm sure, uh, she's, but she's had lots to be mortified by yeah, over uh, the years. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's been a I know. walk in the park, I don't think. No, sad but true, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, because, you know, we all, in, in our families, we all have that, like, weird Uncle Joe. Uh, Crazy but she's got Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I think she's got a, a fair share of things going on. Yeah, yeah, but hers are all on public Hers display. are very public, yeah. exactly. We yeah. can kind of keep ours under wraps yep. for the most part. Yeah, but. it's unfortunate, but... Um, I did see a story and and, um, kind of um, I wished that they had had more of it. Um, A newly released report is giving New Hampshire's air quality mixed grades. What? Yep. Yep. American Lung Association's State of the Air uh, reveals that New Hampshire experienced two improved grades for ozone, but more days with high particle pollution. All right. The report covers a three-year period between 2018 and 2020. It said all Grand State counties reported a decreased level of ozone, but three counties experienced higher long-term particle pollution. Yay. When it comes to ozone, the report said Belknap, Merrimack, Cheshire, and Grafton counties maintained A grades, Mm -hmm. while Rockingham County maintained its C grade. Hillsborough and Coahuas County uh, earned improved grades on ozone. Hillsborough went from a B to an A, and Coahuas from a C to a B. Now, for particle pollution, guess what? 
Hillsboro, Rockingham, and Cheshire, mm-hmm. right along the bottom, mm-hmm. all reported a worse level of year-round particle pollution. Only Belknap County reported an improved level. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this going, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So when it comes to ozone, Belknap, Merrimack, Cheshire, and Grafton maintained A grids. Where's Sullivan? Because you've got Belknap, Merrimack, Cheshire, and Grafton. Sullivan is between mm. uh, between Grafton, let's see, Grafton's up there, Cheshire's down there, and Merrimack's there. There's Sullivan. Hello? What happened to Sullivan? <laughs> very upset that it's not making Well, yeah. It. yeah it's okay. like, come on, man. All right. Uh, so I'm assuming yeah. that, that you know, it's, it's like a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. If the puzzle, if the pieces all around the missing Sullivan County are A's, I'm assuming. That it's swept in there as yeah, an A. Yeah, yeah. But it needs to be mentioned. I can't believe that. And Sullivan County is a F. You know. <laughs> I think that would have made well, yeah, mention. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, uh, how can you leave that out? I don't know. Right to your congressman. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> but anyway, um, ozone and particle uh, pollution, two of the most harmful widespread types of pollutions. Um, so, I, yeah, you know, um, I guess we're okay. Um, what can we do better? I don't know. Um, I yeah, I mean, it's not like that's a real actionable report. Um, no, they're just saying that um, can cause premature death, asthma, cardiovascular damage, <laughs> developmental so reproductive harm, yeah. lung cancer. Okay, good. So so just those things. Yeah. So they're giving us all the stuff to worry about, yep. but not giving us anything that we, yeah. I don't know what you can do. No, right. Um, so we That's what I'm saying. Go around with those so how is that helpful? Yeah. No, they want yeah. us to all buy electric cars. I don't know. It, it's you're right. There's a lot that's missing from that story. Yeah, I know, I know. But to me, the glaring omission was Sullivan. That is you're a all around omission. Sullivan County. You're like hello. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not sure what's what's going on. Okay. Uh, apparently, the uh, administration says now they're going to uh, uh, appeal the judge's decision about the. Uh, masks on planes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can take their time. They yeah. need to take a few days. <laughs> yeah, I figured you'd be. Uh, yeah, <laughs> concerned about that. I am concerned about that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm hoping that really can't be successful. I'm not sure. Uh, they said, um, um, I don't know. They, they said that they thought they were going to uh, appeal, but I don't know. And here's the other thing. Obviously, it's it, masks have long been a very contentious issue people have very strong feelings and we're all done and we're all ready all many of us are ready to just not wear them we don't want to be on a plane with them if that gets overturned if it comes back and they're now mandated people are not going to take that calmly and go oh okay i just i guess i just have to put my mask back on it is going to be contentious and where is it going to be contentious on the plane and whose flight genie's flight so i really would like it if we could just keep things calm let's you know see once again you just you just heard boys and girls it's all, it's all about, about genie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Are they new to this whole yeah, I know. concept? Uh, just in case yeah, you ever yeah, had any it doubts. Yes. Uh, it's all in yeah, how it no, relates to me and no, affects my life. Uh, Delta is going to maintain mask non-compliance, no flight list, even after the travel mandate is lifted. Wait, what? They're, Ma- they're going to maintain its ban on certain individuals who refuse to comply with the COVID-19 mask mandate on Delta flights, oh. even after the company dropped its face covering requirement mm-hmm. following a Florida judge's ruling tossing out the Biden administration's mask mandate. Yeah. 
individuals on the mask non-compliance no-fly list mm -hmm. will have to prove themselves to the company before it restores their <laughs> flight privileges. <laughs> prove themselves to the company. Like, what do they have to do? Like, uh, know. you know, write an essay, Genoflect. write a big apology yeah, letter. I'm not sure how you would do that. Okay, right on the blackboard. Yeah, I will exactly. Not. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Don't know. And then drop and give me 50. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just... <laughs> it's interesting. But you're right. Is It's... It's going to get if, contentious. Yeah, if it goes back and forth, it's just going to be, yeah. Yep. So we just. Yep. That's. Because uh, it was already contentious. You're already a little nerved up because, as I said, people are feel very strongly one way or the other. Now, now here, I did see this bill. And parts of me are thinking, I like this. Okay. But parts of me are saying. Is it, can they do it? I don't know. State of Tennessee has passed a bill. It's not signed into law yet. Mm -hmm. It's requiring drunk drivers to pay child support if they kill a parent. Ooh. See what I mean? Oh. When you first hear that, yeah, it would require drunk drivers to pay child support if they kill a parent and are convicted of vehicular homicide due to intoxication. Wow. Uh, the... Uh, there's an amendment to uh, rename the bill after the two daughters of a state police officer who was killed in a hit and run by a drunk driver in 2019. Mm -hmm. Legislation has yet to be signed in law, requires DUI drivers convicted of either vehicular homicide or aggravated vehicular homicide due to intoxication to pay child support if a parent killed in a crash has any minor children. Payments would continue until each child reaches 18 and graduates from high school. Wow, you know, because I'm big on the punishment fitting the crime or yeah, it being yeah, appropriate yeah. you know natural consequences well right. you took away this parent that there's no longer that financial That's support somebody's got to do it you're the one who caused this to happen so yeah there's part of me that's with you on that that's not yeah, a, kind of like i get it yeah and it does make sense but yeah. i'm kind of i i, I i'm I, sure I, there are lots yeah of i gotta see things the, the, i'm not as they say the rest true. of the story yeah yeah, 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 yeah. eight thirty one. We'll take a quick break. Back with more right after this. We will have days. Days may be cloudy. And are cloudy or sunny. Days may be sunny. Yeah. We, we might be in. We, we might, might be out of the money. Nice. Ah, Frank Sinatra it, and huh? Gloria Estefan. Our friend Gloria yeah, Estefan. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Rain or Shine. And she, oh man, she nailed that song. Uh, and they, if I remember correctly, they weren't even in the studio together. Wow. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, and if you're a Sinatra fan, uh, he did uh, Bono. Um, uh, oh gosh, he did duets with a whole bunch of people. Uh, 
get get the Sinatra duets. He nailed them. Mm, great stuff. Beautiful. Eight thirty six is the time, but yeah, you know, I figured I'd uh, get something besides La Loca Vida or whatever it was she did. What was the conga? The Miami oh, Sound Machine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, all you have to do is say that, and I'm already yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, trying to I'm do the conga me. here in I'm my yeah. Okay, that's good. Red Sox. <laughs> Red Sox. Today, one thirty-five. Uh, so you know, sun's going to be out. Yes. Sit in the back deck. Listen to the game. Yeah, listen yep, to the game. Exactly. Turn on the radio. Spring is here. Right here, News Talk ninety-nine point seven WNTK. AM fourteen ninety FM ninety-eight point nine WUVR. Absolutely, positively. Mm-hmm. Um, while I was thinking of what's her name, Gloria. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's here's another creative thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Florida company has designed a unique, eco-friendly way to keep marine life alive after you die. Oh, good, because that is one of my concerns. Rising ocean temperatures have led to the loss of 15 percent of the world's coral reefs. Okay. So, what they're doing is they are um, dumping ice cubes in. Well, they're they're creating a reef ball, okay, (laughs) with the cremated remains of a person or a pet, drops them to the ocean floor to provide marine life with a new ecosystem. Stop it. What? Okay. And also, for our cannabis friends, that's reef ball, not reefer ball. Yeah, yeah. That's a different mechanism. This this is not reefer madness. (laughs) Yes, okay. So, So reef ball. Yeah is a ball of your cremated remains. Yes. It's going to go down to the re- and and feed the plant life. I mean the No, it it, it helps uh, they balance the Yeah, it puts into uh they they have to get this reef ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a concrete thing to because the water's always moving and it 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 has to be heavy at the, at the base yeah. so it doesn't tip over. Sure. Okay, and apparently what it does is they take the cremated remains of your pet crazy uncle you know whatever um and then when fish migrate to the reef balls and that allows uh, microorganisms to grow on the reef balls and um the um the remains inside yeah is is nutrients and stuff for the fishes and it helps spawn so you a reef. just did a whole longer way of saying yes your 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 cremains are becoming nutrients yeah. for the food yeah. I mean, for the fish. Yeah. They're eating. The, well, you, the, you, you know. You, you just said it longer, but let's boil it down. It's exactly what Jeannie said. They're, it's, it's, it's providing the, yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's the remains and it's the thing that helps make a coral reef. Yeah, they, and, they build on it. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a version of sea monkeys. I didn't snort you yet. Did I didn't snort yet. I I avoided it just barely. <laughs> Remember those stupid things? Weren't those things that you could just or they thought they marketed them? There are these little things you can drop into a container of water and it would grow like a little sea monkey. Sea monkeys. Yes, sea horses. Yeah, yeah. Sea monkeys. Did you did you get those? No. Oh. No, my mother wouldn't let me. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I never got an easy bake oven either, she, and I'm she, not over. She it. realized you were not good with pets. At an early age. That's I'm sure that's what it is. 8.39 is the time. Wow. Well, I just thought it was a kind of a cool story. It wasn't a snort story, but whatever. Um, so, you know, they're trying to do something to um, attract marine life and, and uh, help rebuild some of the coral reefs that are going down. I just thought it was different. That's all.
Uh, 8.40 is the time. <laughs> 20 minutes in front of 9 o'clock. I did not snort. I was very careful uh, not trying. to snort. But it's called but Eternal it, Reefs. Eternal Reefs. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so people, people that are better with people who need <laughs> no, people. No, no more singing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, no, we've got a better song for oh, you. Okay. Um, and this is for people who do a better job with animals than I did. So they they can advance past the sea Pretty monkeys. Pretty much anybody. Okay. Does a better wow. job. <laughs> that is just hurtful. And my two existing well, my existing pets are really But somebody who's wicked good with animals. Yeah, but wait, we have Carrie, you are going to be so proud of us. We have She's as proud of always. us every week. Okay. That's why <laughs> is, she keeps coming back. Is that true, Carrie? Of course. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We have another gem of an intro bump for you and and this is for carrie at the upper valley humane society uh old route 10 uh in enfield and we're going to talk about the pet of the week tiny bubbles make me happy there you go. And, and you know what? That is the bump that keeps on giving because it. it is so hard to get that out of yep. your head. Tiny, tiny bubbles. bubbles. <laughs> and bubbles isn't too tiny, but kind of. I have the biggest smile on my face. <laughs> Don that Ho. Awesome. Yes. Don yes. Ho and tiny bubbles. Yep. That's what we thought of. That was so perfect and so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Just like yep. Bubbles, our pet of the week. There you go. Correct. There you All go. Right. So, okay, so so give us a dish on Bubbles. Oh, my word. Did you see her picture? She's so she cute. Is, <laughs> she is absolutely adorable. You know, she's about 50 pounds, but she's, she's small. I mean, she's, you know, she's short. She's a bulldog mix. So she's got this adorable, like, wrinkly like smushy face and she's so do just I. so cute she's um she's about five years old she came through our emergency boarding program with her um canine brother and they weren't a bonded pair they really didn't seem to you know they liked each other but they didn't seem to need to be around each other so we did end up end up um having them separated so she charlie found a home so now she's looking for a home their owner sadly lost lost their home and then ultimately after um having them boarded here ultimately decided that they needed to find them some new homes so that's what we're here for she this dog is so cute she's very friendly and she's she's like this silly entertaining <laughs> just so cute and she's she's quiet i was in the um mm in our building next door where all the dogs are and i didn't actually realize she was in our kennel because she never made a sound oh wow i peeked over and i said oh my goodness you're in there and she's so cute she got right up to, to say hello she um this dog loves to play fetch she'll chase the ball around the yard so she's she's active and energetic but not like extreme like not to the extreme that some other dogs psycho are. yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> She works. Um, she's working on the word drop. She because she doesn't always like to give the ball back. But if you offer her a treat, she'll trade with you, which is yeah. lovely. Yeah. She's she's a little bit protective of her food, so we're recommending she goes to a home with with um, 
teens or adults, but she's friendly with everybody, so she loves everybody. She also, so she lived with another dog. Oh, good. So as long as we do a, a little meet and greet here at the shelter to make sure everybody gets along, she can go home with another dog. She actually also lives with hamsters and birds. She didn't live with cats, but... So we don't know about cats, but hamsters and birds seem to be fine with her. Huh. And she's also crate trained. I know we've talked about that before. Where So the, her previous owner crated her when they left the house, and she was totally fine with it. So that's always a nice thing, too. Wow. But she's real cute. She wow. sounds like a good combination, honestly, of, you know, the energetic fun but um, being seasoned enough to be, you know, trained in all the things that are not puppy-like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and every time I see her, I smile. She's just very, very cute. Uh, you said she was spunky. <laughs> I like that. Spunky. No, yeah, spunky like, is cute. Yeah. She's just sort of silly. She makes us laugh. I don't know. She's just that kind of dog that'll make you smile, you know? Oh, that is neat. And that she's relatively quiet i mean th th these are unusual combinations of you know traits in an animal that really kind of bring out the best so what, what, it's true because honestly like you know a lot of dogs when they're here they they get kind of reactive if somebody walks through the kennel area or whatever because they can't you know they're not sure what's going on or they're saying hello but she honestly she was so quiet she never made a beep <laughs> but she got up to greet me and you know i gave her some treats and oh she's yeah she's such a good dog now, when you said Bubbles can be a little protective of the food, what, do you, what does that mean? She growls or what? I'm not sure if she growls, but she gets kind of stiff. And um, she just gives off some, some signals that she doesn't want you to come any closer. So we don't really want kids kind of reaching in and grabbing at her food. You no, know, yeah. something to work on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm the same way. She's fine, to be, yeah. she's fine to be around kids and everything. It's just that, like, in a home, you know, if... if if there's food around we're just we just want to be extra cautious gotcha no that makes sense that, and yeah. you know and once she's in a home and gets adjusted to everybody it, it that will probably pass too that's true yep. yeah yeah well, that's cool so uh if people say okay i want to eyeball bubbles uh, you can see it uh picture bubbles on our uh facebook page go to wntk facebook and there's bubbles looking at you um what do they do just show up they call you what they should give us a call at 603-448-6888, and we can uh, make an appointment for them to come in and have a little meet and greet with her. You know what else I forgot to mention is she does this really funny thing where she sits like a frog. She has, like, frog <laughs> and I'm so I want to see her um, just for that. I think we have a picture. I'm going to, I'll add it to her little profile okay. on our website, so, okay. uh, uvhs.org. But she, um, yeah, she sits with like her feet out behind her. Like, it's so funny, honestly. <laughs> like a frog. Oh, wow. That's I'm adorable. told it's a bulldog thing. I didn't know about that, but. Oh, how <laughs> funny. Oh, gosh. That's cute. All right. Well. So there you go. You can uh, call 603-448-6888, uh, make an appointment, do a little meet and greet. That's right. All right. Sounds like a plan. Well, thanks, Carrie. Thank you. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Right back at you. You too. See Thank ya. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. 847 is the time. We'll take a quick break. Back with more after this. Girls on the beaches commit a sin If they don't show yards and yards of skin 
preceding message to you has been through the courtesy of the Fort Lauderdale Chamber of Commerce. Maybe union is for tennis courts, maybe romancing is in your thoughts. Enjoy all outdoor and indoor sports through the courtesy of the Fort Lauderdale Chamber of Commerce. Any male in Fort Lauderdale who is not pursuing the QQ mail <laughs> right. automatically winds in jail. <laughs> That's the law That's in nice. Fort Lauderdale. Elvis. Oh, my goodness. From a week now, of Girl Happy. I was going to say, that had to be a song that was written just for a movie yeah. because there's no way yeah. that's going to yeah. stand on its own. Well, that and uh, what was the other one? Uh, Wolf Call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's another cheese off. Uh, it's great. It uh, is, is it come though? on, it's 64. Oh, my goodness. It was, it was great. Which is really interesting because if a song like that, cheesy though it be, is written for the movie. Hmm. The only reason that we, he was in movies was to highlight his. Yeah. It, I mean, so you've got this weird kind of cycle of neither one of them are all that good. Yeah. Okay. But that's you know capitalize on it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's what the uh, the colonel did uh, for Elvis, mm. his manager. I see. Colonel Tom Parker. Um, <sighs> oh yeah, uh, when um, uh, the Beatles came to Ed Sullivan. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was huge. Yeah. And uh, Colonel Parker hated the Beatles. Really? Because they, they called them Tinker Toys. <laughs> uh, they were knocking Elvis out of out of the pedestal. Uh-huh. And they said, oh, no, 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 this is wrong. Doesn't not going to happen. happen. Mm-hmm. So I got to give the guy credit. Um, Ed Sullivan said, you know, we've never had so much excitement generated by these kids <laughs> from England. And as a matter of fact, um, I have a telegram here. From Colonel Tom Parker, Elvis's manager, saying, "Welcome to America and knock them, knock them dead, kids." Uh-huh. And I'm like, "Wow!" So Elvis got in on the intro I was to the say, Beatles. Managed yeah. to yeah. yes, be mentioned. I said, "That's that's smooth. That is clever. That is that smooth. Is clever. Yeah, yeah, good PR right there." Um, <laughs> and uh, there there was a great story. Um, oh gosh, I was uh, 65, 65 or sixty six. Uh, the Beatles were back in America, and they finally got to meet Elvis. They always wanted to meet Elvis. Okay. And uh, he was in a home in Bel Air, California. And the Beatles pulled up, and they all piled into the house. And Elvis was listening. He had a jukebox. And he was playing Charlie Rich, Big Boss Man, okay. was the song he was playing. And he had some of his uh, Memphis Mafia with him, his you know buddies. Yeah. And Elvis didn't. Talk to the Beatles. And the Beatles were all like, well, it's the king. And so they're just sitting there not saying anything. So nobody's saying anything. Oh, my God. And Elvis finally said, well, if you guys aren't going to say anything, hell, I'm getting out of here. And he got up and walked out of the room. And they all went, what happened? And so they kind of followed him. And supposedly, uh, they ended up goofing around and they picked up instruments and they were doing a little jam session. Oh, wow. Elvis and the Beatles. Don't know if there's ever a recording of that, but you if there imagine. was, yeah. oh my goodness, but that would yeah. be worth it. That would yeah. be amazing. Um, so yeah, Elvis and the Beatles finally did meet, and that wow. was that was pretty cool. Wow, <laughs> very yeah. interesting. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. Well, gosh, I, if I had that 
tape. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, you, yeah. Man, that would be. You'd get an even bigger truck. That would, oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Get wide tires. There you go. Yep. There yep. you go. Speaking of the uh, Fab Four, it was yeah. on the state in 1967 uh, that they finished um, ses- the uh, sessions for Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Wow. Yep. All right. Yep. Um, and the way they did stuff, which was kind of cool, um, the, the, if you know the song Day in a Life, okay, there are some copious random noises at the end. Mm-hmm. Why, how? Uh, Jeff Emmerich was an engineer. Uh, they recorded the noises, and they, they took the tapes, cut it up, because they didn't have digital editing like sure. we, we do. Sure. It was all on, you know, acetic uh, acetate tape. They would cut it up, throw them in the air, and then just put them together however they... Like a little kaleidoscope yeah. of... Oh, my yeah. goodness. And then the, wow. the, however they pasted the, those yep. tapes back together, that's, that's how the that. noises came. And so, uh, and at John Lennon's suggestion, they also added a high-pitched 15-kilocycle whistle that was available that was audible only by dogs. Oh my! It's goodness. in the British version of Sergeant Pepper, but not in the American version. Huh? Yeah. So if you were a kid, yeah, and Daddy or Mommy brought home a British copy, yeah. and your dog was howling. That's why. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. that's pretty good. And if you back up five years, uh, go to uh, April twenty first, nineteen sixty two. Elvis started a two week run, number one with "Good Luck Charm." Uh-huh. Number one song. Okay. His fifth U.S. number one hit of the 60s. Yeah. He was cooking then. Then, well, the Beatles came in. And right. That was pretty much sealed the deal. I suppose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. You could you could say that you had the dog whistle thing on there. Well, I guess you could always, you know, to prove. How are you going to prove it if, if humans can't hear it unless you bring your dog in? Yeah. Huh. But if your dog was going nuts. Going nuts. Then you knew you had that copy. Yeah. All right. I get it. Yeah, that would do it. That would do yeah. it. Something. Huh. All right. So, um, yeah, that's it. Well, that's not it. Well, no, no, no. That's it for that that story. quite, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to see if we had anything else, but we don't. Um, (laughs) No, I was trying to see who was calling. We love this on the fly. See who was calling. He was calling. Yep. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, you want to warm up the coffee? I think we should. Let's do it. I think we should. So we can gear up for another hour of fabulousness and in the next hour we are going to hear from megan at get fit nh she's the one that's hurting you she is the one that's hurting me but all in a productive way so yes i don't know if we now this is not the time where we're going to get a progress report on genie is genie doing well in class how is it we're not going to do that we are just going to talk about fitness in general no no that's why i'm prepping you all right this is yeah Jeez. preparation for what Kill you're not going to say. Yeah, that's my job. All right, fine. All right, let's go warm up that coffee. When I was a little boy, the devil called my name. I say now, who do, who do you think you're fooling? I'm a consecrated boy. Singer in Sunday choir. She rocked me like the rock of ages. She loved me, loved me, loved me, loved me. 
that that's Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. On a slow boat to China. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. And again, I know we've said it before, but he has got to be laughing his butt off that he's pulling this off. I mean, he just has such a following without a lot of talent. But he's done, he's been a one-trick pony for years. Yeah. And it didn't resonate. Um, and then... It kind of did, and he didn't change anything. Yeah, just um, all of a sudden the cult following caught up yeah. with him, and 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 the people went, oh, oh, Margaritaville. Yeah, I, I kind of like that song. And yeah. then, oh, wait a minute, Volcano, Fins, yeah. uh, uh, changes in attitude, changed it. Yeah, and then some of the country guys got in on it, yeah. and, th- and then of course Alan Jackson <laughs> came by, and kaboom. Yeah, and then Kenny Chesney, and all of a sudden Jimmy's bigger than ever like i'm saying he's got to be laughing himself to he's got margaritaville restaurants uh he's got a uh senior uh complex uh it's it's called like margaritaville um so retirees Uh you can move to florida to margaritaville (laughs) and get your own little two-bedroom condo you know Uh, um yeah jimmy's a a marketeer yes it is and he's just been you know um uh his greatest hit greatest hits album mm-hmm. and it was the song and then in parentheses s you know by heart the song margaritaville oh okay, okay. all right and then yeah. the, uh, the, oh yeah the songs you know by oh, heart oh i okay. gotcha all right because the others were kind of like oh and then you yeah. listen to the album and you're going oh son of a sailor oh i like that yeah, i guess one I particular harbor yeah. okay yeah 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 and then, mm-hmm. you know go on to it uh, but yeah, Very he's, interesting. he's built it uh, out of nothing. Yeah, and uh, and I've been to a bunch of his concerts, and they're always standing room only. Oh, of course. And yep. ticket prices are you know, sure, out of sight. Sure. Um, and yeah, wherever he goes, yeah, he'll do that because he represents that attitude and lifestyle that we all want to escape to for a little yep. while. Yep. So uh, I remember. Oh uh, gosh, where was I? Um, I don't. I don't remember which concert was that. Um, but I couldn't get um, down close yep. seats. Yep. I, I was back in lawn seats. Sure. And it started filling up and filling up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, man, it's going to get crowded. Mm-hmm. And so I drew a circle next to me. Yep. And this big circle. And, you know, just didn't want anybody standing on it. Okay. You did I not. Swear, swear you actually drew, like, yeah. on paper? No, no, on, in the sand. In the sand. Yeah, drew, drew a thing. And uh, well, what did you do? I'm sure people weren't looking at your circle. They're yeah, they were. Getting... They were. They were walking. They were looking because it was dark up there. Okay. And so uh, one guy is starting to walk by and he stops and he's got a drink in his hand. He's going, what's that? I said, that's my island. He went, oh, okay. And he walked Stop around the circle. It. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Only you yeah. would be able to pull that off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I'm going, goodness. hey, I got something here. Of this course. is cool. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, human psychology is incredibly interesting. It really is. Yeah, you saw that one. Oh, and alcohol. And then once... Factored well, into well, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> was there alcohol there? Yeah, yeah, yeah there was. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then if anybody sees him doing that and not stepping over the circle, then like yeah. lemmings, we're all going to do the same That's thing it. going, okay, I don't know what that is, but obviously we're not supposed to be there. Let's just... And I didn't have somebody at my elbow for the concert. And it was like, you are yeah. clever. <laughs> that is very clever. You don't ask, you don't get I suppose that's okay. true. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> <sighs> The Dow closed up 249 points yesterday. Uh, closed the day at 35,160.79. Not bad. Not bad. So uh, today, um, looks like the futures are going to open up 179 points on that. Um, they looked at the unemployment figures for uh, the previous month, and it still is at a 50-year low. So, okay. okay. Right. That's what Wall Street likes to sure, see. Sure, sure. So if you can rein in um, inflation a little bit, that would be nice. Yes, it would. Ugh. And the other myriad problems we have going on. <laughs> yeah, pick up problem. Well, yeah. Yeah, oh, there are yeah. a bunch of those. But they're trying to sort it out. So, But if you're looking at uh, Wall Street uh, as some sort of an indicator, they, they, they're okay with what they're seeing right now. So that's good, and especially if you are um, retiring or close to retirement, mm -hmm. you're sitting there going, oh, no, 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 right. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm trying to put money away, and, you know, I want to take that that 4% or that 3% out, and if all of a sudden I lose a big chunk of my portfolio, yeah. ow, 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 then am I going to have enough, you know, that whole thing. Yes, so we do. Hopefully Almost they viral. will uh, continue to just uh, keep it going for a while longer and see what happens. But who knows what's going on uh, in Ukraine um, I don't know, I heard a weird story this morning uh, that a couple thousand Ukrainian soldiers have uh, taken refuge in a steel plant, steel mill, uh, and the, the Russian troops have surrounded it, and there are women and children that have flocked into there. Mm. Okay, so they're saying, we're not going to bomb it, we're just going to uh, encircle it and make them surrender. Okay, okay, if it goes bad... It ain't going to look good for you. No. Uh, so I don't know what's going on oh, with that. Interesting. Then you've got the mask thing going on. You've mm -hmm. got the wall, uh, the border wall, you know, try, trying to get rid of the Title 42 thing going on down there. Just everything, just one thing after another. So I don't know what's going on. But you, you take little things like uh, fewest Americans collecting unemployment since 1970. Right. Right, there you go. Uh, that, you got to look at the positives. You got to. Yeah, absolutely. We've got to. Or, or else you just throw your hands up and say, why do I get out of bed? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you, you can't can't do that. Nope. 9.13 is the time. Tell you what, we'll take a break. And uh, don't forget, Red Sox today. What time? One thirty-five. There you go. You can hear all the action right here on News Talk 99.7 WNTK. AM 1490, FM 98.9 WUVR.
somebody who knows a whole lot about sticking to the plan and I can do anything. Welcome in Megan from Get Fit NH. How are you, Megan? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Doing very well. Well, I, uh, I, I'm so excited to have you on again. I mean, every time that you join us, obviously, we learn a lot. Um, a lot of what many of us think about when we think about fitness we feel like we know like i know i should be doing i should be moving more i should be doing some of these things and then things get in the way and whether it's i mean there are all these kind of stumbling blocks and obstacles i think that we can put up for ourselves before we even start or even get to the gym um some of those maybe are physical thinking yeah i can't my body can't do that or i i wouldn't be able to do this um but i think another piece of it and uh, maybe just as important, if not more so, is our mindset thinking, okay, <laughs> you know, I can sabotage myself before I even get started. So my first question for you this morning is how important is mindset or how does that play into achieving fitness goals for people? Oh, it, mindset is, is everything um, <laughs> because we get, you know, we we are, as humans, when it comes to, like, our health and our fitness goals, we overthink everything. <laughs> We're like, like, okay, on Monday, I am going to go to the gym, and I'm going to start eating healthy on Monday, yep. or, um, and then Monday comes, and you're like, well, oh, crap, my kids are sick, or, um, you know, I, my, I have a meeting, I woke up late, and so... Uh oh, I missed the gym. And so now my whole plan is messed up. And so we just, we put like a, a time block on when we're going to start doing something instead of like, you can just actually take action like right now. Like there's, there's like, nobody says it has to be tomorrow. Nobody says it has to be on Monday. It's like the literally like the next step you take in your life can be, um, taking you closer to your health and fitness goals and sometimes we are like like well this day already ruined because i missed the gym and then i went to dunkin donuts and i had a donut for breakfast and so i'm gonna try again tomorrow and i'm like uh guys hello like your next meal you can get right back on track it doesn't have to be this cycling um situation where you know you're just like self-sabotaging yourself like oh i already had a donut today so i might as well have mcdonald's for lunch and uh you know i might as well have a frozen pizza for dinner there's yes. like there's so many opportunities to have a fresh start but we we sabotage ourselves <laughs> so uh, if we can just have a clear mind and um you know, it, it takes practice and discipline to uh, get over some of the negative self-talk that we speak to our own self um, to kind of get out of our own way and make moves towards towards our goals. You know, I, I find that really interesting because that is one of the things, I th the time block thing. It's like if I've ruined it by breakfast, you're right. I'm thinking the whole day is just done. And not only am I just not going to try anymore, I'm going to dig even deeper. And just like you said, I'm gonna go get it. You know, McDonald. I'm, I'm just gonna eat. You know, eight brownies or you know whatever it is okay. uh, that I blew it. I'm just gonna totally blow it. I'm gonna go extreme one way or the other. Um, but yeah, to not look at that as a whole time block of a day <laughs> is huge. Yeah. Um, now I, I've got another one that um, I, I think all I have to do is say the beginning of this, and you're gonna wind <laughs> up and start <laughs> start running with it. So Megan. 
You are not only the owner of Get Fit NH, you're a trainer. It's, here we go, it's easy for you. You're at the gym all the time. It's you don't know what it's like. Yes. Oh so, man, did you read my post from this weekend? Or I what? did. Um, <laughs> yes, so, but share that because um, I think there is that um, that vision that okay, trainers are something different. Um, they don't they don't have bad days. They don't have days when the kids are going nuts. They don't have things erupt in personal lives, and they don't. Um, they probably just sit in their kitchen and eat tofu and kale and they, they don't want chocolate and margaritas and things like that. Right. That's crazy talk. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I just put a post out this weekend about how, you know, the, uh, Easter was this weekend. I had all the sugar. I drank multiple days in a row. My kids were sick. Like, it's like one event after the other. I missed my training. All these terrible things happened, and I've just decided to, like, you know, kind of video blog all that happening. Because I was like, okay, people think, like, we live in this social media world where people just post their perfect lives like nothing ever goes wrong. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and, like, wait a second, that's not real life. And, like, um, you know, I, it, it's, like, it's not motivation. Like, I... And not motivated. I on when I, was it Monday night? I like zero part of me wanted to be in my kitchen at seven thirty at night meal prepping because I didn't do it on Sunday. And it, it's not motivation. I, I'm not really freaking motivated at seven thirty <laughs> at night. I want to go to bed. I, my alarm went off at three a.m. I missed my training. My kids were sick. I wanted to go to bed, but it's making these small commitments to yourself. Like no, like if you don't get out of your own way and set yourself a standard for yourself, like then then you're like what good is it like you you're gonna you deserve to feel good you deserve mm -hmm. to have a better day tomorrow but if you're not setting yourself up for success like right now then then you're just welcoming like that negativity and and feeling like crap you have to make a commitment to yourself and be like enough is enough like i'm doing this if i just commit one hour which is what i did one hour to getting out of your own way and make it that is going to set multiple days in a row up for feeling better and more confident and getting closer to your goals and all those things like i uh you know personally as a coach i spend like 45 minutes in the gym like i i'm not there for hours i uh it's every person like who wants to do that anyways like <laughs> <laughs> yes that's not realistic yeah, is it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so and i know it, it totally um you know again in the social media world it looks like stuff just comes easy to other people like mm -hmm. oh it's just easy for her to get to the gym because she owns a gym or you know she loves to eat chicken and broccoli which is not the case <laughs> and also not what i eat um yes. <laughs> so yeah. it, it makes it look that way so it's like it's just not true it's just like i i tell my clients it's making small daily commitments to yourself mm -hmm. that this is this is what i'm going to do today to get out of my own way and i push on people to journal like um like to let the demons out of your head and onto paper so that you can get on with your life like brain dump it out of your head so that you can you know not sulk on it whatever you did today i always tell people write down what did you do great today what could you have done better today and what are you committed to doing better tomorrow those three things get it out of your head and onto paper so that you can you know not let it follow you day after day and get into this cycle of you know continuously 
eating like garbage and feeling like garbage and missing your training and blah, blah, blah. We just set a commitment to ourselves. Like, what are you going to do? You, I mean, you're crazy if you're just going to, you know, decide to just keep feeling like crap. You know what you need to do. You just got to get out of your own dang way. Well, and I think just as you've touched on that part of that is how you're thinking about having to do those tasks, because it's one mm-hmm. thing to be thinking about, OK, whether it's, you know, nutrition planning or working out, this is something that's being done to me or it's an, a, a restriction that's putting being put on me versus this is a tool that I'm using to get where I want to go. And this is this is for me. <laughs> you know, this is something mm-hmm. that's that's going to help me achieve what what is going to be great for me. Um, so even just a subtle mind shift like that, as opposed to Ugh, I have to I have to do yeah. this. No, this is the way I can achieve, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. It, and I think another thing, and I think it was it was one of the coaches, and I can't remember which one of you, but um, <laughs> one of you were talking about um, just seeing what your body is capable of or, you know, helping to show you what your body is capable of. And I think maybe that's for all of us at some level because it's easy to, if I've been sedentary for several years or however long it is, it's easy to think, well, it's too late. My body just doesn't do that. But to um, how can people start uncovering, oh, wow, okay, there is a transformation or, you know, I want to see what my body actually can do. And how often do you see people being surprised by what their bodies can do? Every dang day, (laughs) every single day. Um, I mean, obviously, speaking from a standpoint of of Get Fit New Hampshire, the, the clientele that we attract typically are people that have been living a sedentary life or they haven't been to the gym in years and they don't know what to do or where to start or they have XYZ injury and they're not sure what they can do. And then with a little bit of coaching and a little bit of love, (laughs) we, (laughs) you know, we uncover like, this is like, you're very, very capable. Everybody, every single person I've come across is much stronger than they even give themselves credit for. And every single time, like, sometimes I'm just like, pick that weight up. They're like, how much is the weight? I'm like, I'm not telling you. Just pick it up. <laughs> That's good. I know. And yeah. we know that they can do it. But the second you're like, oh, by the way, that was 135 pounds. They're like, what? But right. if I had told them before, they would have been like, oh, no, I can't do that. Sure. Um, so people are surprised all the time about what they actually can do. Um, and, you know, it's very, it, it, I mean, strength training gives, so much confidence um, to people that is just like you like nobody can take that away from you nobody can mm-hmm. take that away from you that you can lift that much weight off the ground like because right. you can and right. that's way cool it, it is very cool and and I gotta say you know part of it probably is managing I mean we're talking about mindset managing expectations and so I just started uh, training with GetFit uh, what three weeks ago and I mm-hmm. went into it thinking okay just keep my ex like don't do that thing where I've trained once <laughs> and, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking there's going to be you know the, exactly at goal and that you know no time has passed um, I need right. to keep my expectations realistic well even in the first couple of times after doing strength training, I was amazed at differences that I could see or feel 
in my body mm-hmm. <laughs> and more my poor kids so i'm i'm walking around the living room now kind of doing um squats <laughs> and going look boys look i've got a muscle i've got a muscle here on my leg look look and they're like yeah mom that's really interesting but it, it is so exciting to see something that fast so can we talk yeah. a little bit about expectations for when somebody starts and you know maybe what they can expect as as time goes on yeah so i mean i I guess it depends on what what your goal is but if we're just talking from us i mean most most people come to us because they want to lose weight or they want to change their body composition um but before those two things happen they typically they they start to see what they're capable of, right? And mm-hmm. when they start to see what they're capable of in the gym, they start to feel it. They feel stronger. They're noticing in their daily activities, you know, things that become easier uh, than maybe they were before, like going up and down stairs or um, yard work, things like that. And then they start to, because they, you know, they see it in the gym, they feel it in their bodies, they start to see it when they look in the mirror. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can see some muscle definition yep. um, or, or whatever. So, as far as like a timeline goes, I guess, honestly, like in the first month of consistently going to the gym, doing a program, you will likely see a change, a change in the gym, feel a difference in your body and your daily activities and see, you know, noticeable changes in, you know, whether it's the way that your clothes are fitting or just the way you carry yourself because, Mm -hmm you know, you, you're more confident. Um, and then from, you know, uh, uh, weight loss or body composition change, uh, obviously the strength training plays a huge role in that, but nutrition <laughs> plays <laughs> a bigger role in yeah. that. Um, and, uh, like, I see people lose, you know, up to two pounds a week in a very healthy manner. Um, I don't usually encourage people, like, you know, at get fit we set monthly monthly goals and i typically like keep it at nothing more than five pounds a month um just because we want sustainable and um sustainable loss that's not going to be like you know crazy amounts of weight that are water weight or super causing us to do anything that's like super restrictive mm-hmm. um or obsessive or anything like that so uh we want to keep our relationship with food very healthy so um yeah, I think um, all those things, five pounds a month is is totally doable as long as the emphasis on nutrition is there. But as far as physical uh, and confidence gains, there's, I mean, within the first month, you are going to feel it. Agreed. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so, and then finally, before we let you go, um, when you're doing strength training, let's talk about what happens muscle-wise. So I have two questions. One, mm-hmm. should folks be eating after a training session? And if so, what is the best thing to kind of refuel? And then let's talk about muscle soreness because sometimes mm-hmm. right after you're feeling great and <laughs> you go home and you do all kinds of things and maybe there's a little bit of a lag the next day and, and things start <laughs> getting sore. So what's happening um, to the muscles as we're working out and then afterwards? So when you're in a strength training program, you can kind of think of it as like your muscles are kind of being torn into, right? They're like your muscle fibers are are being torn into. And so it's important when you're done a strength training that you eat within like I would say an hour. You want to make sure on that plate that you have um, a protein source, 
as or like for sure. So you can start that rebuild phase uh, where you know your muscle fibers can rebuild. They re- rebuild uh, stronger, and then carbs are good too. I know there's all kinds of crazy um, thoughts around carbs, but you need those carbs to recover and also have the energy to. Um, you know, perform your next workout also. And as far as the soreness goes, um, <laughs> it's, I mean, if you, again, you think about your muscle fibers being torn into and it, it costs calories. I like to frame it like that. It costs calories to recover those muscles. So even while you're doing things around the house, um, you know, you're, you're burning calories at rest, whether you're sitting on the couch or you're doing things around the house, you're burning calories because it costs calories to recover those muscles which is really a huge benefit of strength training it's like dude i'm sitting right here doing nothing <laughs> burning, phone, calories. burning calories <laughs> love it yeah, i love it thing. yep <laughs> yeah because it costs i mean when you like think of it this way when you're feeling those sore muscles mm-hmm. you're like yeah like i'm so <laughs> sore but like this sore, i am burning calories while my body is sitting here working to recover these just make sure you're fueling your body right protein carbs healthy fats, veggies, all the water, things like that, too, so that you can recover those muscles. Um, and then, again, go to your next workout feeling ready and ready to go and do it again. Beautiful. <laughs> Tear back in. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, Megan, so much information, and I'm sure there are folks that may have additional questions. If they want to know more, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, if you head to our website, getfitnh.com, uh, there's a contact us button and we'll ping my phone and I will uh, answer any questions that you might have. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us once again. And uh, we'll look forward to talking with you again next month. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Megan. All right. Well, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more. Well, the midnight headlight find you on a rainy night Steep grade up ahead Slow me down, making no time But I gotta keep rolling Those are windshield wipers Slapping out the tempo Keeping perfect rhythm with the song on the radio But I gotta keep rolling Ooh, I'm driving my life away Looking for better driving my life away well if you are driving uh cheapest gas in new hampshire right now ding 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 as of an hour ago 371 a gallon oh wow i love it two stations in salem 371 Uh, got 373 in newport 373 in holderness 375 new hampton and ashland 376 in uh new hampton Derry, Derry, 377 Derry, Newport, Northwood, Newport, Rochester. Wow. So there you go. Nice, nice, nice. Now, conversely. Oh. Did you? Yeah, there's always a downside. Thank you. The most expensive gas in the state as of uh, four hours ago. Yeah. $4.45 a gallon in Nashua. $4.39 in Lincoln. $4.39 in Lincoln. $4.39 Hudson. $4.39 Newton. 
hooks it north and hooks it south on 93, 439. Mm. <laughs> uh, 438 up in Gorham, uh, 429, Bedford, Amherst, Nashua, Nashua, Exeter, Manchester, and Manchester. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. So okay. there you go. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, so just pay attention in your travels. And again, it doesn't really benefit you to go way out of your way to get up because you're going to waste whatever savings you have in the gas to get there. No, no. But for some people, it's the principle. But I mean, if you know that it's, you know, 370 something Mm -hmm. uh, around your house, Mm -hmm. well, yeah. You know, if you're going to be heading up the road and you're looking at uh, Lincoln, uh, Hooksit, Gorham, (laughs) <laughs> All in the 440 to 438 range. Fill up before yeah, you go. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> yeah. A year ago, 271 a gallon. That's just depressing. Yeah, I don't want to know a I year know, ago. I didn't figure okay. you would. No, thank you. But I, thanks for bringing it up kinda, anyway. kind of hurts. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I, got a, uh, I got a text last night from uh, Joe, Joe Judd, who uh, mm. talked to us. He was out turkey hunting in uh, Illinois. Yes. And today's his last day of hunting. Okay. And uh, he said, hey... Just wanted to uh, thank you for having me on this morning. And he said, if you have a chance, please wish all the young men and women heading out this weekend for the youth turkey season. Best of luck from me. Uh, meant to end that uh, with that this morning. Wish I had. Uh, stay safe and good luck to you, Peter. And if I uh, get a Tom today, I'll send you a picture. Nice. And if Joe, uh, Joe gets a turkey out there yep. before he heads back to uh, Western Mass, um, We'll uh, put it up on our Facebook page. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, and it would be good for the for the youth that are going out. The, the if, youth. They, if they can be really. I know every time we say that word, that's what I think sure of. Yeah. And I try to not say it I that know, way. I know. Okay. But yeah, this is uh, Youth Turkey uh, Weekend uh, mm. for the kiddos. Yep. And, uh, um, you know, hoping. And if it goes well, it could really ignite a love for turkey hunting going down the I mean, it's 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 an exciting time Mm -hmm. uh, to get out there, um, wicked early. Yep, wicked early. Um, But um, you know, you're out there, and first little bit of daylight, and if you've done what you're supposed to do, um, up the the turkeys are up in the trees roosting, Mm -hmm. and then they start talking to each other, and they're clucking and they're gobbling back and forth, and then you if. Depending on how far out you are, you can hear them. They come down, they come out of the trees, and then they're on the ground. And they're starting to walk around. You've, wow. you've got the decoys. Yeah. And you're waiting. You're waiting. <laughs> and, and you sit there and you take your little box calling them. <laughs> Love the sound. You know, and yeah. it's, it's just, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, That's neat. It's just very cool. And, um, and oh, there they are. There they are. And then you have to look, <laughs> and it's like, okay, is it, is it, um, is it a boy or is it a girl? You know, you gotta gotta make sure. Looking for the beard, okay. uh, looking for the whole thing, and okay, we can do this. We can do this. Um, so it's um, it's exciting. Yeah, and it's it's great for kids. Um, uh, there is no minimum age for youth hunting in New Hampshire. Really? No. Okay. There isn't. Um, all youth hunters age 16 and under must be accompanied by a licensed adult 18 years of age and older. And now, accompanied means within sight and hearing. Um, you know, you can't be a walkie-talkie distance away. Okay, right. can't be that. Uh, if you're an adult, you cannot carry a firearm or a bow during the special youth hunting weekends. Okay, um, and uh, so you know, and and uh, youth do not have to have completed hunter ed um, 
for hunters under 16. But they should try to complete it sometime between the age of 12 and 16. Uh, but anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so the parents, you know, get out there and help. Um, but you have to have a license. You have to have a current hunting license. You can't carry a firearm or, or assist other than to supervise. Okay. You can't, you gotcha. can't, it's up to them, yes. you know? Um, and and I, I get the well-meaning parents, you mm-hmm. know, but it's like you just take the kids fishing and you cast and then you set the hook. And then you real okay. <laughs> then and, what has the kid done? Yeah, yeah. and it's like, uh, come on, yeah, you know, let yep. them have that. Um, they either get it or they don't. Right. If they don't, oh, I want to do it again. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yep. good. You know, yep. so it's all part of the experience. Well, that's it. So it'll be exciting uh, to uh, have them, you know, get out there mm-hmm. and uh, wish them luck. And hopefully, Joe will have a uh, good time out in Illinois. Um. <sighs> I, I don't know why I look at these things um, because it drives me nuts. Okay. Um, this whole Kardashian family. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know. Let it die. Well, I, I, I can't. Okay. Because they're such a dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. Um, and the brother, yeah, Rob. Okay. Okay, he's a train wreck okay. waiting to happen. Uh, apparently, um, he married he married a woman, uh, and her name is Black China. Okay. Okay. And they got a divorce. Okay. Okay. And apparently, um, in the court, uh, she she was testifying in her legal battle against the Kardashian Jenners. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came up in court. She said, I was just joking when I put a gun to Rob's head. I wouldn't shoot him or anything. I was just joking. Mm, that is funny. Okay. Ha, ha, ha. <sighs> really? Mm-hmm. And if you're the jury... Are you not sitting there saying, seriously? Right. And you're the mature adult? Oh, gosh. You put a, a gun to his head, and uh, I wasn't threatening. It was just, a, just a joke. Like, oh, isn't this fun? Oh, like, mm. Wow. I don't think anybody's buying that. Oh, it's got to be magic being married to you. <laughs> yeah. 948. It's just, but the whole family is... Yeah, I know. 948. <laughs> let it go. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to take a break. We'll be back. Lost way too early. Stevie Ray Vaughan. In my pride and joy. What a guitar virtuoso. Mm. Oh, man, he was great. Some good music. Mm-mm-mm. 9.53 is the time. Um, if, if you get up early, you get up at like 4.30, 5 o'clock, mm-hmm. do you? Yes. Um, do you have a, um, um, a a good eastern horizon view? I, 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 I don't know. Okay. Uh, because... Right, ish. Huh? Okay. Ish? Ish, yeah. Okay. Uh, because I understand this week, if you're up early, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn can all be seen um, right 
uh, above the oh, horizon. Wow! Wow! Uh, just before the sun comes up, and then the, you're not you're going to lose it because right. the sun comes up. Sure. But just before it comes up, they're in the line, just like that. How cool! Isn't that? And yeah, you don't need that would be worth getting up for. Well, I was going to say you don't need uh, a telescope, telescope or, or anything. Yep. Yeah, you can just view it. Nice. So find the moon. Uh, that'll be the furthest over on the right. Then yep. back off. Then it's Saturn. Then Mars. Venus will be the bright one. And then Jupiter d- down on the horizon just before the sun comes up. And See, and that would be just what we talked about. You know, you for a few minutes, you don't think about the headlines. You don't think about all the things that are being reported in the news. Yep. You look at something amazing like that. Yeah. And, and, and start your day off in a positive way. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Would be nice. Very nice. Um, you were missed yesterday. Uh, in Concord. Okay. Yeah. I was like, wait, didn't I come to work yesterday? Yeah. Well, yes, okay. yes, you did. All right. Well, and some of your fans wanted to see you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and I said, well, it's too expensive to get in here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, some of our, some of the folks we've had on the air um, were there. Uh, they had a little political conflab uh, yesterday, uh, and I showed up, and uh um, Senator French and Representative Pearl, um, oh, Mike, another state rep, Tim, another state rep, um, 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 Senator Bob Gaida, uh, Governor Sununu, uh, a whole bunch of folks, and uh, it's Jeannie. <laughs> I was. I had other engagements. Yeah, yeah. I said no, no. This just wasn't posh enough for her. Yeah. So. No. In actuality, I took my son to the Milliard Museum in Manchester. That's right. That's right. And it is so fascinating. And it's. I mean, even if we didn't have um, such a stellar history tied to our own state, it would be interesting. But the fact that at one time. Manchester was one of the biggest mm-hmm. um, product producing mills. Yep. Um, it just and and to learn all that history and then to see some of the other history and Hobbiton soup and just yeah. all the yeah. things that happened um, and then how the you know textile mill was going under bankruptcy and then it got saved and there's just so they much did a nice there. job of restoring they really yeah yeah. yeah. It is. It's fascinating, and to do the in-person, hands-on kind of learning. And even the kids um, liked it, right? They did. Yeah. I was surprised. I yeah. mean, we've got you know, teenage boys that were going <laughs> with us. A bunch of the moms uh, all took their kiddos, and hmm. they were interested. So that's quite an achievement. If and you ask it was me. free, right? It, uh, no, oh. no, you do pay a nominal, oh. a nominal fee, but it's worth it. And it, like I said, it's even more interesting because it's our own history wow i paid yeah. more than nominal i got a little lasagna see there you yeah. go yeah. yeah yeah i think i made out better <laughs> yeah you did <laughs> you did so yeah that was a good time no actually um I ran into uh some buds that are uh lobbyists in mm-hmm. the state the, the orange badges yeah and uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd like to come on. We want to talk. Yep, fine, great, come on. So, <laughs> so yeah, we did, did did a lot of booking yesterday, yep. and uh, uh, the governor uh, Chris wants to come on and chat. I said, hey, you know, anytime. So yeah, we'll see if we can work that. Yeah, in. yeah. I said we'll, we'll we'll find time for you, Chris. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was it was good. So you know, you did that. I did that. We're yeah, so yep. It was all good. All kinds of good things happening. And, around and now our you're own taking state. off. I am. Yes, dodge. I will be gone next week, and. Yep. Uh, Taking a little R and R with the the kids, mm. um, reconnecting with our whole. This family. one's going to cost you more than the mill. It is, yeah, yes, for more than a nominal charge. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. I told the boys, you know what? Let's not eat. 
while we're gone. <laughs> Just yeah. You know what? We're gonna pack peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Who wants grape? Who wants strawberry? They say fasting is good. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Look, kids, you ate yesterday. Megan what said, do you want? Doing some yeah. fasting. <laughs> oh, she. I'll have to not play the interview yet because yeah. she said quite the opposite. She said you need to fuel up on good food and carbohydrates. So I don't want them to know that. Our beers. Beer and potato chips, car- carbs. <laughs> Pretty sure they are. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure that's what she meant. I'm yeah. sure it's probably not, but okay. Um, please, please, please have a safe trip. Thank you. Have yes. a great time. Yes, we uh, will. Put on the fake tan. Yes, yes. All right. And, Done. And just come back. Yes. I mean, Matt's great. <laughs> However, comma, Matt's not genie. Okay. Well, good. Hold he doesn't my snort. Yeah, you know? see, that's that's what I bring to the table. I know. That's my special thing. Have a great trip. You'll be missed. Thank you. Right, I girl. will miss you guys all, and we'll tell stories when we get back. Got it.